<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, Caviar Dreamers. I'm Margaret Josephs. And I'm Lexi Buputo. And every week we are bringing you entrepreneur real stories from leaders, disruptors, change makers, and risk takers. We may not be serious, but we seriously mean business. Well, Happy New Year to all the Caviar Dreamers. Yes, Happy New Year, Caviar Dreamers. I'm dialing in from the couch, everybody, because I started the new year with on a downward, not a downward spiral, but a little sick. And I'm blaming Joe because yeah. right New Year's Eve, he got sick and then, you know, got me sick. It's terrible. And believe it or not, I am all but 50 feet away from you in the carriage house because I am not coming near anyone because I'm last man standing at this point. I, I know our last man standing. Everybody's gotten sick. And I just feel like I hate being down for the count because when the new year comes, Lex, don't you think there's high expectations? I'm like, oh my God, we have to start strong. There's so many things we have to get done after that high of the holidays, you know, that you have to just come in strong. You feel like you have all these goals and you feel like a fucking loser if you don't achieve them right away. Well, I think the entire concept, first of all, I hate new year. I hate going out on New Year. I hate the concept of it. I hate everything about it. And I'm not being the Grinch because I love the holidays and no one likes to party more than me. But the whole concept is set up to fail. The fact that the clock strikes 12 and everything is new again and we put the past behind us and we start anew, it's all very romantic and it sounds wonderful, but it's actually so stressful. You're set up for failure. No, I agree. You're set up for failure. But also, listen, I love to put stuff behind us. And I do feel like it's nice to start anew. 2022, obviously, the f- beginning of it was good. But then I feel like everybody knows, well, if you don't know, you'll know now. You know, my ex-husband died. It was very sad. It was a very rough yeah. year. We had a lot of beautiful things happen, but that just really took us for a loop. It was the first holiday for my kids without their dad. And it was just very hard on me because I was very close with my ex-husband. So it was the holidays were rough. Though I got to be with my family, you guys. I had a beautiful Christmas party, but it was emotional. So I was happy to leave, you know, 22 behind. But starting 23, I felt a lot of pressure. You and I have a new company. We started Soiree, which we're not going to talk about as much today, which I'm excited about. But I feel like we have so much to achieve. I feel, I think people feel overwhelmed. Like they have they have to perform and, you know, if they don't reach their goals, they feel you immediately feel like a loser. Absolutely. 
No. And I think the problem for me is not only does it make me feel like a loser in 2023, I then get this overwhelming sense of guilt for my bad behavior at the end of 2022. I took the last month off working out because we are so busy with events. Like we went into the holidays. I think there were 21 nights of events where we had only three nights off. I think you're absolutely right. We were out 21 nights in December. I mean, booked 21 nights going out. It's a lot. And, you know, then you feel guilty that you didn't spend that much time with your kid. I, and I spend a lot of time with my kid. I mean, he and I would at the hip. But, you, you know, it's a lot of like, I haven't worked out. And then I get this whole thing. Well, it doesn't matter because it's the holidays and the New Year's coming. So then I binge. I binge on eating. I give up exercising. And then I come into 2023 with a mountain to climb because I've like gone so downhill on the misbehavior spiral. Like I have spiraled out of control. Like you've seen me and I can't get it back together. You've seen me in the kitchen inhaling those little Dutch biscuits. Oh, I've seen. But you're, listen, you're still thin. You're in good shape. But I have just been... It's mental. It is. I Listen, I've seen... But you still look amazing. You can't be that hard on yourself. I, fortunately, because I've been sickly, I haven't gained any weight during the holiday. Oh, but I am lucky. Like thin middle-aged white woman. <laughs> I, have, I have gained the weight for everyone this holidays, but it's not even that. I worked out again on Wednesday, like back in the zone. And it just sets me up for a more positive, accountable experience of a day. And I just feel better. But it's funny. It's like New Year. Like, it's almost like the same every year, right? And I'm thinking we should do like a fun little game around this. What thinks about New Year? So what is your tuna? And what do you think is caviar? Okay. I I just want to say one thing also. Being sick on the sofa, I'm the type of person, I feel guilty when I'm sick. I believe it. I don't know if anybody else feels like that, but I have guilt feelings when I'm sick. I don't feel well enough to do anything besides binge watch television. I am watch. I did watch all of Housewives of Miami. Amazing. I mean, listen, I'm Yellowstone. Obviously, White Lotus was over. I'm just giving all my TV picks. We're watching uh, 18, no, 1923 now because I already finished 1893. 1923, fantastic. Caught up on that. Now I'm watching Ginny and Georgia. Joe loves the Tulsa King. I mean, this is like getting insane because Joe said, I mean, I have nothing to watch. I'm not capable of doing anything else. I I don't have it in me to read because I'm getting a headache. I really, but then I feel guilty. I'm not working and achieving. So we've become a society where you feel guilty if you're, even if you're sick, like you feel guilty that you're not getting better quick enough, which is so stupid. It is stupid because years ago, you would just take a week off work and go to sleep. But you know, you want to hear the really fucked up thing? I am always with Nino or working or running or doing and I don't sit still very well. And I think because I am alone, I don't like to watch television. I have the opposite guilt. This holiday season, every fucking person has guilted the shit out of me. Like I'm the biggest loser because I haven't seen White Lotus one or two seasons. I haven't seen Wednesday. I haven't seen what what the fuck is it called? That West Wing? No, not what. What are you watching? Yellowstone. Yellowstone. I keep calling it Westworld. Yellowstone. I haven't seen that. What else haven't I seen? There was something else. I call my mother Tanya. And I could tell you what happened on White Lotus because I go on Instagram so I know what the memes are. But like, I don't watch TV and I got the opposite guilt where people are like, how could you not watch TV? How could you not watch TV? I just don't watch TV. I know. It's such a crazy thing. It's just like, that's all I can do is watch TV. That's all I have the energy for this last like, 
week. I mean, the week after Christmas, between Christmas and New Year's, I said, I'm going to rest and take care of myself. So I'm good for the new year. And meanwhile, I rest and take care of myself and then immediately got very sick right for the new year and have been sick the entire week after. And all I've done is watch TV. And now it's like my brain is mush and I have the guilt, which is horrible. But let's do the tuna caviar. It's all right. You know what you should have done though? You should have gone to the Great Wolf Lodge. It's a Petri dish for disease. And I came out sparkling. Syphilis from the water. (laughs) I drank myself into a stupor at the Great Wolf Lodge, surviving that theme park with little kids. Okay, so there's things I do every year and that I think all of us do every year. And it was funny, my trainer Eva mentioned a few of these this week that she was doing and I would like to see what you think. Okay, so classic New Year's behavior number one, going on a diet, tuna or caviar. That's tuna. No one wants to go on a diet. That stinks. But I love tuna. I just want to say, people, I, I eat tuna fish on a regular basis. I happen to love it, but we're using tuna as the stinky thing right now. I don't like tuna. I don't like the way it squeaks on my teeth. Well, I, don't, I never had squeaky tuna. I, it squeaks. You don't think it squeaks on your teeth when you eat it? No. I oh, love it's the tuna. texture for me. It feels like cat food and squeaks on my teeth. Yes, I agree. Going on a diet is absolute tuna. It stinks and it doesn't last. No, it doesn't last. does not You're last. Setting yourself up for failure. Okay. Going to the bookstore and buying all the self-help books. (laughs) I can't decide because I, it's a combo. I don't know. I would say it's caviar because I enjoy buying books. That's it. So I got a really good one. I actually have followed the woman on Instagram, Jen Cicero, for a while and I've wanted to read her book. I got one of hers for Christmas, which I'm excited about. But I also, three years ago at New Year, bought a book, a self-help book in January and it's called Just Fucking Do It. And it's been sad saying just fucking do it to me for three years on my nightstand. Yeah, we have to read. Well, if you're not watching TV, you have to read. What am, can I ask the question? What am I doing? Well, you're hanging out with a four-year-old and you're I working. Guess. I guess. I guess that's what it is. Okay. Making workout goals. Like fitness. I'm going to take 17 classes a week. I'm going to start doing headstands and yoga and meditating. Tuna, tuna. Tuna. Yeah. Although I am going to force you. I like to work out. I like to go walks and do things like that. But I, I the goals of the work, I do, you know, I like to do, believe it or not, more outdoory type things. I know you don't look the outdoorsy type necessarily, but I don't want to consider as I, I'm not really a hiker, but I love to do big walks. I like the fresh air. I wish there was like a disco dance workout. Ooh, I like a disco dance workout. We need to bring back like the Jane Fonda type of situation. I agree. I love a disco dance workout. I'm into that. Okay, this is one I do every year and I know I'm going to do it again this year. I just haven't found the right fit. Buying a new planner or organizer that costs a gazillion dollars only to use it for the first week of the year. That's, I mean, listen, that's, uh, that's a, I never do that. That's a tuna. For me, oh, it's a caveat. But then I looked at mine from last year and I got a really good one last year. I was super excited about it. And it's empty from about April onward. I know. I would love to write everything down, but I keep it in my phone. And that's why you you and I hire people to organize. Exactly. Well, the funny thing is, I I looked at them all when I was in CVS, actually, buying a birthday card. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to work with my phone this year. Because I do think it keep, I, I have to join the modern age, but there's something therapeutic for me at crossing things off a list. No, I 
do the lists. I like to do the lists. But at times my desk, like the beautiful mind, you know, with like piles of scribbles and rocks all over it. So I got to get more into the, uh, wait, what century are we called now? Is it still the 21st century, even though it's 2023? I think it's the 21st century. I Is guess you call it. I think wow. so. The New Year's hit me hard. I feel like something happened to me. I think it's because we're off our January game. Like our old Januaries used to be so crazy and busy and traveling. Google that while I'm Zooming with you since you're in the other. Let's Google it. You know, I'm, we'll Google it. I Zoom now. Uh, oh, I could Google it while I'm right here. Let's fact, let's fact check people. Okay, everyone, you can hear my keys. I'm really sorry. Is it? that Wow. I mean, we I, might get canceled for asking I, a question like this. It is the... Yeah. Yes. It continues through the 31st of December, 2100. Now, is that what you said? How do you even say that year? 20... What? Do what? How do you say, like, 2100 as a year? Like, 1980. The year 2000. Do you say the year 2100? I don't know. Or do you say the year 2100? I will be dead. Yeah, I don't worry about that. Oh, don't think about that. We're not live outlive the 21st century. Unless they strange drugs. I don't know. I think we should build a cryo tank. by then. That's okay. As long as we could keep going and looking good, I'm fine with it. Okay. It's so funny. I have such nostalgia for our old Januarys. We were out the other night and before the sickness hit and people were smoking inside a restaurant after hours. And I had like such nostalgia for like, you know, being young and hip and sexy and smoking inside. And Januarys before were unbelievable. We would be on the trade show circuit. We'd be at CES. For those of you who don't know what CES is, that's the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas. And that was a misbehaving fun show. And we used to be young, misbehaving women. And there's something to be said for that. I'd pack my bags. There's nothing like going to Vegas for the Consumer Electronics Show. It's mostly men, which we loved. What about the year that it was simultaneously with the AVN Awards? So it was tech geeks and porn stars all over Vegas. You guys just imagine, there we are at the Consumer Electronics Show, because that's where we used to show all our tech accessories and tech accessories, meaning iPhone cases, headphones, earbuds. And we were the first women's brand in Walmart, FYI, years ago when I was killing the game, 2011, 2012, 2013, Marge and Lexi live in large and we were doing great. But it was one year during the porn awards. We were there also. And someone did confuse me for a porn star because I used to walk around my boobs out and I was much more voluptuous. And it was pretty fabulous. I was very proud to be confused with the porn star. Then one would think that I would even pose naked. I would, I would, yeah, I would be actually thrilled if someone thought I was a porn star. Now people would probably more likely think I work in a porn shop and at I- this point. <laughs> I'll give you 20 bucks for that gold necklace. Now get out of here. I mean, it was, it was a good time. But remember we went with gentlemen we work with, I don't know what we were thinking, but at that point, I really had only once been to a strip, was I even at a strip with my ex-husband? And I went to a strip club with guys we work with, the Spearmint Rhino, right, Lex? I love a strip club. I still love a strip club. I mean, I give these women a lot of credit. They're in good shape. They're, they have great arm strength. Anybody could lift themselves up on a pole like that. It's hard work. It is hard work. And we had gone to this strip club, very famous in Vegas. And the guys we went with acted like they were so innocent, mm-hmm. even though 
special privileges to go into the back door. And we had gone with Not that kind of back door, by the way, a physical back entrance to the club. Entrance to the club. <laughs> Everybody, we had special seating, but it was late at night and I'm not a drinker. So of course I go order a cup of tea in the strip club, which was, which was classic Marge. They're like, what? The people that I was like, I'll have an Earl Grey with milk oh, on the side. I even remember you were like, uh, do you guys have honey? You're like, baby oil, yes, honey, no. I know. It was very funny. So I just had a cup of tea. And I didn't know how to really treat the ladies. Of course, I want to treat them with respect, but I felt very obligated to not just give them money, but compliment them. Yes, I remember some of your compliments. They were absolutely amazing. Oh, your skin, so smooth. What lotions do you use? I know. I think it took the fun out of it for the guys we were with because I was making conversations because they told me about some of the inexpensive body lotions they use that smelled very good. Therefore, yeah. I bought Warrior's Secret body lotions because they were very rich and sumptuous. And, and, you know, I just thought it was very important to compliment the ladies on their, on their nice, soft skin. They're, they're, they were in good shape. They smelled good. And it was very important to give the compliments that night. Yeah, I seem to remember discussing like, meals that you could eat where you didn't bloat because it would be so awful to be dancing around in a song or naked and be bloated. And we are discussing some of the meals that they ate beforehand. And I think the guys lost their bonnet in about two seconds. Exactly. I mean, no one wants a gassy stripper. No, no, not at all. Gassy, gassy, dry skin stripper, not good. Not, not a good scene. But those were the days. And instead of being in Vegas, now I'm home feeling guilty binge watching shows being sick. I don't think he should feel guilty. I really don't. I like, I don't say, I th- well, first of all, I was going to ask you about this. Like, what are some habits that you see yourself carrying through 2023? And this is one I'd like for both of us. And it's funny, I sent you a DM before, actually. But did you see it about Ali Webb from Drybar, who I love, by the way, Ali Webb, if you're listening, I'd love you to come on the podcast. She was a founder of Drybar. And she said like, she worked in an environment where like being busy and and like hustling in quotations, you had to act crazy. And it in turn created like a crazy scattered workplace environment for everyone around you. So it creates almost like a toxic thing. So like, you know, the highs and lows of feeling guilty that you're not achieving enough, then panicking, uh, trying to do 10,000 things at once, like not operating in a calm, chill, focused way impacts your entire team. So I want us to adopt some of those habits with ourselves and our team this year to try and be more like calm, chill, focused, organized. I know we're both mental cases, so it's not going to be easy. I feel like I am a little calmer and chiller this year. I think we're only six days in. (laughs) Six days in, I'm medicated on DayQuil. So I think that's part of it. You know, I had a rude awakening. I've never experienced a death besides my grandparents of anybody that was close to me. And I I think this took a shock. I think I reevaluated my life after that. I think the goals we are going to go in is just value what's important. And I think I have been calmer and chiller. I think you mentioned that to me even. What's important? I think working on our company. Yeah. That's the goal. I don't want to be in a haphazard way. I don't want to operate. We do, you know, I used to operate on like, hurry up, do this, hurry up, do that. I think being hyper-focused on one thing, because I, you know, I used to, we can't be good at everything, right? 
No, no. I mean, I'd like to try, but that's the problem. I think you have to admit that you that it's just don't even try. Focus on what you put at and figure out people to help you with the rest. Yes, we have to focus on what we're good at. Achieve great things, a few great things a day, as opposed to try and get a hundred things done in a day, which I, I always agree. use. And I want to do that. Enjoy my leisure time and don't feel guilty about it. Yeah. And some of my goals are travel more this year, which I think we're going to do. Really enjoy the good times and sp- and spend more time with the family. And I am going to really tra- try and travel at least one weekend a month, one week a month, at least once every two months. Definitely do that. And we have that on the calendar and enjoy my downtime, have a better life work balance because I'm always concerned about the, you know, work and this and that. And I, and I want to grow this company, Soiree, which we're talking about to do that. But I think the goals for the new year are just a work-life balance. And, and what's really important is about being around the people you love. And I think you know, it's important to be passionate about work, which we are so passionate about our business because it doesn't feel like work and to grow something meaningful and and helping other people. Because like I was telling you today, someone dropped a note at my front door when Joe goes, well, this is weird. What's this? It said to Margaret Josephs. And it was very sweet. And it was a lovely letter from a woman who lives in our town. I, I don't know who she is. I think her name is Judy Lamb. I'm saying her name right now. Hi, and, and she needs help growing her product and was very sweet and she feels inspired by me. And, you know, I do like helping other people as well. And I think it's important to inspire other people and help other people and be giving, you know, so taking time for that and just, and, and enjoying it. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, I, I do that and then I'm like frazzled and I can't get my own stuff done. I, I want to be less frazzled. And I think that's the goal. Like, don't feel bad. with Like, you know, you feel like, when you're getting your, when you're working out or getting your nails done, oh, you feel guilty you're not doing something else or working. Just like enjoy yeah. everything that I'm doing. Be in the moment. Definitely. I'm going to be kinder to myself. Something changed towards the end of last year. Just it might be, I don't know what it was, in my being. And I felt finally like a little more confident in my own skin as I went into my 42nd birthday. Warm in my groove. I feel like I always felt, I've said this before, I always, I still feel like I was single in my marriage for a long time because I did a lot of stuff alone. So I always felt like the third wheel, like the person that goes alone, the adult that should, I always would gravitate to go sit at the kids' table. Like I don't always feel like I belong with my peers at my age group, like I'm not as accomplished. And for some reason this year, I'm like, you know what? I have to be kind of to myself. I am accomplished. I have achieved a lot. I am an adult. I deserve my seat at the table. I'm less insecure. And then I got some like nice notes. Like I got a note from one of Nino's teachers that was like so sweet. Like they had a beautiful heart and I was kind to everyone and how happy they were to like have me as one of the parents in that class. And then Kathy Steinberg wrote me a beautiful note with my birthday gift. And I was like, you know what? Like years ago, I'd be like, oh, it's so cute. But this year, for some reason, I was like, you know what? That's really nice. And if that's how people value me, that like that actually means more to me than someone saying, oh, she's rich. She dresses well. She this. She's that. I'm not rich. So that would actually be nice for someone to just say. But do you know what I mean? Like, like you just felt like nice to Other people. We're very. You're very blessed. You know, we're very like, blessed. Yeah, I I value being seen as kind and thoughtful and helpful. 
and creative. Don't insult my creativity because that could crush me. But, you know, like I value that. So this year I'm going to try and keep being kind and positive and happy. And I think that when you put good things out, the more good come. No, I agree. But you are all of those things. And I think I think people also, any takeaway from this is just, that's what it is. I think that's a great thing that you're saying. Be kinder to yourself. And I feel I'm, that's what it is with me. It's like, I took time for myself. Take time for yourself. If you're going through someone, through something, don't feel guilty about it. Like, you know, I feel guilty. I'm on the couch. I have to not do that. No, be kind to yourself. It's okay to take time for yourself. It makes you a better person for everybody else who you're trying to take care of. And that's that's really what it is. So I think this new year, people should really focus on that. And I think women in general suffer from that more. Yeah, for sure. And I also think like when someone gives you a compliment, because I think that's what it was with these notes with me, like I would always be like super English about it. Oh, okay, well, you know, I'm very disorganized. If someone's like, oh, you're so organized. Oh, I'm actually very disorganized. So, yeah, I think when someone gives you a compliment, don't make excuses. Don't like give back a self-deprecating comment. Listen to the compliment, accept it, and be really proud that that is something people see in you. No, absolutely. And I think if someone is giving you that compliment, people aren't blowing smoke up your ass. Most people are not smoke blowers. You get a few of the smoke, but, but that's not what someone sees. It, and I think that's true. Accept the compliment, be gracious about it and 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 feel it because it is. It's so nice when someone says beautiful things to you. And I, I agree with that. And I think it's hard for people to accept compliments, but that's that's a goal also. It Learn is. How- and also give compliments and smile. Give compliments and smile. Start the year positive. I love to say things to random strangers. If I I will say anything to anyone on the street, anybody I see. If I see something nice about them, I'll compliment their outfit. If I see them being kind to someone, I always say, if they smell good, I tell them. I'm not going to tell them if they smell shitty, but I always <laughs> say, but it does. It's it's not it's not hard to be kind to people. Well, I think also your compliments are always so genuine that they land the right way. You know, it's not just like saying something for something's sake. If you see something great, see someone being helpful, see someone being kind, see someone who looks beautiful, see someone who's gentle. You acknowledge that. And I think that's what we got to bring more positive, actual in-person connection with people because we all are so behind phones and screens and so busy that we got to bring more of that in-person stuff this year. Yes, I agree. And I I do think that it's just like, it's the human connection. So I think being, you know, connected more is important is important because everybody's gotten so used to this zoom and, you know, because the pandemic and everybody's is working from home, which has been great because you can achieve things in a different way. But I I mean, also I love to be with people. So have more of a human connection. Right. I think that's, what's important. It was funny. I was driving with Marge senior today to get some Botox and I looked at the clouds. I can't tell you the last time I looked at clouds, the clouds are really beautiful. It's not really about the clouds. It's about the fact that I thought to myself, wow, I don't look at the clouds because I'm always looking at a screen. Yeah, it's nice just to take a drive. What's wrong with everybody just taking a drive on a Sunday with a friend or going somewhere? I remember when I was a little girl, we would just go for a drive. What's that? Yeah. Drive, go for a drive. 
take a nice walk, just relax. You know, I think there's some good goals. And we were supposed to be in this studio doing our first in-studio video episode where we're going to have some amazing video content, but obviously you don't feel great. And now I have a face full of Botox needles, so no one needs to see that. But imagine when they see us next, how good we're going to look refreshed. and Yeah, we're going to look refreshed. Well, and now working from home really came home because Nino walked in and he's kicking bulls around behind me. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I just want everybody just this year, your goals, be kind to yourself. You know, if you want to work out, work out. If you don't want to work out, don't work out. Just be healthy. Take care of yourself. So your best self for yourself, you know, like they say, put on your oxygen mask first and then worry about everybody else. That's so true. For everyone else, you have to be your best self for you first. And I think that's what I think we have to focus on. I agree. And we're going to focus on bringing out Caviar Dreamers. Amazing guests, more insights we have going into the studio. So there'll be some fun video content captured. And we look forward to growing with everyone this year. And if people subscribe to us, and leave us a review that helps us grow quicker. And the bigger we grow, the better guests we could bring you, the more episodes you get. So we really appreciate everyone taking another year of Caviar Dreaming with us. Yes. And if you, if there's someone you want us to have on, please don't hesitate to let us know. Yes, exactly. Let them know. Tell tell them too. That, hey, yes. you should go Caviar Dreams. Yeah, we got the good questions. You know, we're business light. Business light. That's what I say. <laughs> you know, we're not that serious, but we seriously mean business. So I, that, that means that's us. We seriously mean business. I'm going to go back to the couch, not feel guilty. Do not feel guilty. Go back to the couch. I'm going to keep my distance still. Last man's and I'm going to take 10 times more vitamin. I just might eat a cheeseburger today. Oh, well, everybody keep dreaming. And we'll be back next week with good content. Not my raspy voice. Happy New Year, Caviar Dreamers. Thanks for listening. And if you love the podcast, don't forget to leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcasts. Follow me at The Real Margaret Josephs. And me at The Life of Mrs. B. And the podcast at Caviar Dreams Tuna Fish Budget. Tune in every Wednesday for new episodes. Keep Keep dreaming, dreaming, Caviar Dreamers. Dreamers.